question. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Well, you can be seated. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Stay in this attitude of worship. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. Thank you, dear God. How many know that we serve a good God? Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Worship you, my King. Thank you, Jesus. Love you, my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our redemption draws nigh. We worship you, my Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. I believe we're being shaped and molded into the image of Jesus Christ from one degree of glory to the next. I believe that a generation of believers are being raised up even now to step forth and do mighty exploits for Jesus. I believe that this is a time for signs and wonders and miracles, the likes of which this world has never seen before. And it will be voiced abroad of what's going on at this place, at that place, and yes, here in this place. Great grace is upon us now. We tap into the grace of God with our faith, Almighty God, knowing that we were born for such a time as this. No matter what we may see, no matter what we may hear, we're not moved by those things, dear God. We are Christians, followers of Christ. We live to please you, almighty God, and live that life of faith, trusting in you with all our hearts, leaning not to our own understanding. Yes, the best days of the church are before it. Our best days are before us. And that doesn't say that we're not going to face challenges because, oh, we will. But be of good cheer, for he has overcome the world. And in him, we overcome. He made us to be overcomers. Hallelujah. And when you see the darkness grow darker, know this, that you have what it takes to overcome, to live your life victoriously, to live your life successfully. To let your light shine before all men. And the glory of the Lord shall be risen upon us. And people will look upon us and notice something different about us. And they will be drawn to us. They will be drawn to the light that is in us. And is flowing out of us. Miracles. Signs and wonders. Ooh, look up. Your redemption draws nigh. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Oh, I believe, Lord. I believe. 
Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we serve a good father. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, hallelujah. You know, it's one thing to say you're going to live by faith. It's totally another thing to live by faith. And I don't know if you understand what I'm saying by that, but, you know, we live in bodies that have feelings. How I many know oh, that's true? And we live in bodies that we're able to see out into this natural realm. And we hear the things going on in this natural realm. And the tendency is to, if you're not on guard, to get sucked up into that stuff. To have our attention drawn to that stuff. I mean, I, <laughs> I know this to be the truth. How many have ever uh, heard of rubbernecking before? There's an accident on the highway Boy, when it happens in a big city, oh, my goodness. I mean, you're backed up for a long time. But when you get up to that accident, do you look away from it or are you drawn to it? You want to see what happened in that accident. And, and it's almost like, I don't even know how else to say it. It's almost like the darkness is calling out to people right now. Come over here. Come, come, come see. Come and see what's going on over here. And, 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 and what's happening is, obviously, those without Christ, they don't have anything to really hold them back from that. But we do. But I am, it's sad to say, but it's the truth, that many, are allow, many Christians are allowing themselves to be drawn that direction, to get caught up in the darkness, to allow themselves to be consumed with things they shouldn't be consumed with. We have to be on guard now more than ever. Do you understand, now hear me now, do you understand you may be the only Jesus so many people will ever see? Do you hear what I just said? Do you want anyone you know, I don't care whether friend or foe, to step off into eternity and go to hell? And again, I know that's really, really easy to say. Oh, I, no, no, Pastor Dan, I don't, I don't want anybody to go to hell. I don't want to have. Well, then what are you doing about it? What are you doing about it? Well, someday I'll take care of that thing. Someday I'm going to let my light shine before those people. Someday I'm going to share the gospel with those people. You know, when my dad was dying of cancer, my uh, siblings, my brother and, and uh, sisters, pulled him aside outside, and they had me be the one that spoke it to him or asked him, do you really know Jesus? Is Jesus the Lord of your life? And he said, yes, I received Jesus. And he told us the time and everything else. Now, why am I saying that? Because I wanted to know when he left the earth where he was going. You understand when you step off into eternity, there's no turning back. You've already made your choice while here on this earth. You can choose eternity with Jesus in heaven, or you can choose Eternity away from Jesus, rejecting him in a place called hell. Very real places, not made up places. I think a lot of times we have allowed ourselves to get, cons 
caught up in the Hollywood of things. You know what I mean by that? And so heaven doesn't seem like a very real place, nor hell. But they are very real places. These places await everybody. The choice is up to you which place you go to. Do you understand how I'm saying that? So what are we doing with those around us? Whether it's neighbors. Whether it's coworkers. But I believe even more importantly, whether it's family. Do you want people in your family? I'm going to be blunt. I don't, I'm not a, how's that go? A hell and fire and brimstone preacher. But do you want somebody you know, especially a family member, to die and go into hell? I understand the mentality of so many people because I had this mentality. Oh, I'll just go down and party with the guys and when I get tired of it, I'll say, okay, I'm ready now. No. Hell has one door and it's an entrance. And once you go in through those doors, there's no looking back. We have to make that quality decision. And I'm preaching to myself as much as I'm preaching to you right now. We have to make that quality decision that I'm going to reach everybody I'm supposed to reach. I don't care who it is. I'm not trying to say you need to to, um, pound people with the word, force feed people the word. I, I heard of an incident here in the buzz not too long ago. And this young man was, there was somebody in this here, and they were basically just hitting this person with the gospel, force-feeding them the gospel. And this person was pushing away from it, pushing away from it. What what does that say to us? We're going to have to be led by the Spirit of God as to how we do these things. But when you begin to ask God for opportunities to share the gospel, and God gives you that opportunity, that door opens up to you, step through it. Step through it. And by faith, begin to speak. He will lead you to say things that you are, you're like going, why am I even talking to this person about this? Why is the Lord having me to say this? It's because that's how you're going to get to that person's heart. Amen. I mean, I, 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 it's a sad state of affairs that we get so caught up in, what if they reject me? What if they say no to me? Whoopty stinking doodle. Put on your big boy pants, as Pastor Rick Sharkey always says. And it's the truth. Again, if you're being led by the Spirit to do something, guess what? You're going to be in the right place at the right time. And if you're trusting the Spirit of God, He will fill your mouth with what you need to say. And it does not work the same for every person. Are you hearing me? I've had people make fun of me. I've shared this story, but it just was brought to my attention by the Spirit of God. I remember I was at a a, a minister's meeting over in Spokane. And um, I don't remember how many. I think there was about 20, 30 of us. And we were going to go to this uh, uh, Denny's because it was about the only place that was open at that point in time. And. 
We walked in the door, and there was a, a younger girl who sat us. And she said, are you with this group? And I said, no, we're a totally different group. We're, you know, we got this amount of people coming in. She said, okay. And anyway, long story short, she sat us in the back, and she had to set up some tables and stuff. And I started to mess with her, just joke with her and have some fun with her. But as I began to do it, I started to look in here. And I sensed in my spirit that the Lord was leading me to love on her. And I remember one of the pastors there, she, she brought some water and, you know, put the glasses down. And I don't remember how it got over to this, but one of the pastors looked at me, man, you're, you're flirting with that girl. Stop flirting with that girl. And I looked at him, and as the spirit of faith came on me, and I said, I'm fixing to lead that girl to Jesus. And later on, I, I remember I went outside, and I was talking to Brooke. This was down when Brooke was at Ramah. And uh, um, that particular couple came walking out. They left because I was outside on the phone. And, and anyway, I went back in, and there the girl was. Up, you know, they had set us in the back area. She was up front. Again, it was late, not that many people in there. And I walked up to her, and I said, do you know Jesus? And I began to share the gospel with her. And I had the opportunity right there in Denny's to take her by the hand and lead her to Jesus. Now, what if I had allowed what that other pastor had said to me impact me to get me off of what God was leading me to do? I'm, I'm serious. How many people would have possibly, you know, probably a lot, would have said, whoa, I don't want to look like I'm flirting with that girl. She's just, a, you know, a teenage girl. But I didn't let it bother me because I knew that's not what I was doing. I was setting this, her up to receive Jesus. Amen. And the point I'm trying to get across is this. I believe her eternity is now secure. When she gets to heaven and I see her up in heaven, I believe she's going to come running up and give me a hug. Thank you. Thank you for sharing Jesus with me. What are we going to do? The call is going forth. The church of the Lord Jesus Christ has to rise up. We need to step up. The Bible talks about in the last days that the glory of the Lord shall be risen upon us. What does that mean? That we go, go around like little lightning bugs? Remember those? Little me, 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 and you know, that glory you know, shining every now and then. It's supposed to be risen upon us. Have you ever watched one of those, those uh, bug zappers? I mean, the, the bugs are stupid. They just fly right in. But those who are lost in the world are like those bugs. And they're drawn to the light that's in us. Because what is in us is love. What is in us is peace. What is in us is joy. What is in us is Jesus. Amen. The very one that they need. Friends, there are so many things culminating and happening in the world right now. I, uh, I don't know if y'all heard me last week when I uh, briefly shared about the war of Gog and Magog. And I got an email from one ministry that I follow. His name is Joel Rosenberg, and he's a Messianic Jew. 
And uh, he's actually over in Israel. He knows all kinds of higher up people in governments throughout the world. And what does he talk? What did he talk about in this podcast? The war of Gog and Magog. And he said this, and, 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 he, and he made a disclaimer. He said, "You know what? Jesus may not come back for another fifty years, hundred years, but he said I have never seen in all my lifetime the amount of things that are taking place in the world right now, the, the amount of alliances coming together that point." To the soon return of Jesus Christ. The stage is being set for these wars to happen in the earth today. And what is so important, we need to be praying for this country, friends. I said we need to be praying for this country. Because right now our government is not a government that's doing what it's supposed to be doing. I'm not trying to come against because they're Democrats or whatever the case is. That's not what I, we need to understand that there are a lot of choices and decisions being made that are not beneficial for this country. That are not in line with God's plan for this country. And we can get frustrated, we can get upset about it, or we can pray about it. Because, see, I believe. When I pray, I have the ear of Almighty God. I'm praying according to His heart, which means this. I'm not praying like a bunch of Christians, the shotgun prayers. I hope it hits the mark. When I pray, I pray and mean what I pray. And I talk to Almighty God in accordance with His word. Knowing when I pray according to His word, I know He hears me. And when I know He hears me, I know He gives me the things I'm asking of Him. Are you hearing me? But there are things taking place right now that are setting the stage for the return of Christ. You, and you need to ask yourself, am I ready? You need to ask yourself, do I believe right now I would hear well done, good and faithful servant? That's my cry for you. My prayer for each one of you. I want to see you positioned to do everything that you, God is leading you to do. To fulfill his plan and purpose for your life. You have destiny to fulfill. Part of all of our destinies is to rise up and be the church of the Lord Jesus Christ. The church that shall see the return of Jesus Christ. Are we going to step up to the plate? Or are we just kind of sliding into heaven, barely making it into heaven, with not one person having been impacted because of your life? How many have ever stopped and thought about, sincerely thought about, what Jesus has really done for you? Do you know that one sin would be enough to separate you from God forever? Because he's that pure and holy. But because of the blood that Jesus shed for you and me, we've been cleansed from that sin. And we've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. But that blood that he shed wasn't just for you and me. It's for those out there in the world. 
who don't know Jesus. Aren't you grateful for the people that played a role in you coming to know Jesus? Aren't you glad for people that prayed for your life, that held on to your rope when it looked like you were going straight to hell in a handbasket? But you would refuse to let go of that basket. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm surrounding them with my faith and love, dear God. I'm believing you that you're going to send someone across their pathway to preach the gospel to them. Someone that they will adhere to. Someone that they will listen to. I claim so-and-so for the kingdom of God in Jesus' name. And refuse to back off of that. Continue to hold on to that rope. Thank God I had a mom who held on to my rope. I'll never forget the time after I got my life turned around and I read that story. It was Oral Roberts did a teaching on that. Not letting go of the rope because you never know who's in that basket. And speaking of the time when Paul was let down over that, at that city, they were there to kill him. And they held on to the rope even though he had been the one that had been persecuting the church just prior to that. They could have just let go of the rope. He could have fallen down to his death. But they held on. Here he is. He turned around, wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. Thank God for a mom who held on to mine. Because here I am today. Whose rope are you holding on to? Who are you praying for? Who are you believing God for? I am a life that's been changed. You probably wouldn't have liked me much the way I used to be. But that's not who I am. That person is dead. Buried with Christ. And I am now a new creation. A child of God. And I get the, the point I'm trying to get across is I want you to get this. If we really believe Jesus is coming back soon. We need to get serious about reaching, to, reaching the lost in this church. we got to get serious about going beyond these four walls and reaching this community for Jesus Christ. Oh, I want to grow this church. I really do, and I believe we're going to grow this church. I don't care how many people are here right now. I believe it. I truly do. But the best way to grow a church is to reach the lost. How many know that's true? I don't want a bunch of people, you know, <laughs> When you start up a new church, you get church hoppers. People that hop from one church to the next. From one, oh, did you hear about what's going on over there? They hop over there. Then something is said or done that doesn't agree with what they think, they leave that church and go to another church. And it happens all the time. People, I had people leave this church. You want to know why? Because we stopped passing out announcement sheets. Can you imagine standing before Jesus? on Judgment Day, and saying, I sent you to be a part of that church. Why did you leave? Well, because they didn't print the announcements. And Jesus is saying, oh, you poor little thing. I know, that bothered me too. Seriously, that sounds, isn't that sad? I've had people complain. You know, this is so funny. Can James, are you there? Can you hear me? This is, this is the truth. I had a, a couple complain and leave this church because they said my son got up to go to the bathroom too much. And if you knew who I was talking about, 
and you knew how many times they got up and went to the bathroom, I, guess what? I see it. I know when people leave, get up and leave this church. I know when people get up and go to the bathroom. And I'm not coming against you for going to the bathroom. <laughs> That's not my point. <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, why would, it let, why would you let that bother you? I'm not going to go to that church no more. Isn't that sad? Well, that's the truth of the matter. They'll, they'll come up with all kinds of reasons. You know what happens in a church like this one that bothers people? Is the truth is preached in here. And you have a choice now to make. Whether to go the direction of, of, of the truth of God's word, make adjustments in your life and follow after Jesus, or begin, stay over here and, and, and continue to follow after what's easy for you. You know what a lot of people do? They have, they don't follow the Bible, the whole written Bible. You know what they follow? Scriptures that substantiate what they believe. They have favorite scriptures. They don't say it that way, but that's the way it is. Do you try to present to them something about being sanctified or something about living holy? What are you doing talking to me about that? What? You know I can't be holy. Only God is holy. Really? I believe the Bible says that in the book of James, be ye holy as I am holy. So the point I'm trying to get across again is this. We can continue to allow ourselves to, to just get by as a church, as Christians, or we can step up to the plate. And say, here I am, God. When I was speaking earlier, I was speaking by the Spirit of God. And I am convinced we're going to see so many more signs and wonders and miracles happening in the earth today than ever before. I'm talking about supernatural things. Beyond the natural. It's God going to be showing up to demonstrate to this world that He is real. That He is God. I'm convinced of it. However... It's not going to happen for all the church. It's not going to happen in a lot of churches. There are churches out there right now that allow, that support homosexuality, that support lesbianism. In fact, many of their ministers are that way. I am in no wise coming against anyone because of where you're at. In other words, I'm not going to judge you. I would be the biggest hypocrite of all because of the way I used to live my life. The point I'm trying to get across in this sense is that we've got to make it known that I'm going to preach the gospel and I'm going to continue preaching the gospel because that is the truth. of God. That right there is truth. And I have a responsibility to present this truth to the people that I stand before to preach the word. It's my responsibility to preach the word. But it's also my responsibility to preach the word in love. I've shared this with you before. We've had people come to this church who were homosexuals. And they've never been in a place where they were received and loved on by those in this church. We didn't, we didn't justify their sin. We didn't put our stamp of approval on their sin. But glory to God, I have a responsibility to share with them. You can be free. You can be, you can be set free. 
Why are you hearing me? I don't know why I'm getting off on this, but I'm off on it, so there. I know why. You're right, Lord, because he's coming. He's coming back, son. And even though I know I'm the pastor of this church, thank God I got this beautiful wife of mine alongside of me, you also have a responsibility. You need to be praying for your pastors. You need to be believing God for the glory to be poured out in this place. God is real. I was sitting over there, and as we began to sing that last song, I sensed the presence. And when I sensed the presence, all I needed to do was, I, I, I sense you, God. You're here right now. There's nothing more precious to me than the presence of Almighty God. But is it just so I can experience that, go my way, and not even give a thought about anybody else, about anything else that's going on in this world? Or do you, as the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, have a responsibility with me to go forth and let our light shine before all men? Are y'all with me this morning? This is the Spirit of God, obviously so. I'm not in my notes. I'm not preaching from my notes or anything along that line. But I've got such a hunger for these things. Because, again, I'm seeing these things happen all around me. Do you want to see family and friends and co-workers come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? then they're going to have to know. They're going to have to see who you are. You know, um, Francis of Assisi, I think, was the one who made this statement. I have to think about how it goes. But it's ba the basic gist of it is, Lord, help me to reach the lost. And... I'm not even doing it justice, Lord, am I? <laughs> it's let me reach these people because of the way I live my life. Go ahead. There you go. Yep. In other words, we're, we're called to let it, our light shine. How many times have you heard me say that? <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hey, Irene, come here for a second. Yes. Hallelujah. In fact, I'll just come to you. Stay seated. Hallelujah. I just sense I'm supposed to do this. Right now, in Jesus' name, when you go in tomorrow, no fear is allowed in your life. You speak to fear when it comes. You tell it to go. Resist it in Jesus' name. You're coming through this. No matter what the doctors say, you're coming through this in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord God. Just empower her now, Lord. Touch her, Lord. Give her that holy boldness, Lord. That's right. That's right. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Resist fear. Fear. 
and it will flee from you. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it now. I give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Woo, you got something? Hallelujah. My wife, you got something? Somebody else have something? Just, I don't think we're done yet. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. The Bible says this in Isaiah 60, Arise, shine. Arise, shine. Arise, shine. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Hallelujah. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Deep darkness, the people. Are we not seeing that happen? But the Lord will arise over you. And his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light. The light of his glory. And kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar and your daughters shall be nursed at your side then you shall see and become radiant and your heart shall swell with joy because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you the wealth of the Gentiles shall come to you These are the th th this is where we're at right now in history right there do you expect the glory to be risen upon you Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The only way you're going to fulfill your race is by learning to tap into God's grace. If you don't learn to tap into His grace, you're only going to be able to do things at the level of your own abilities. But you, as you learn to look to God and trust in God. Mm, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. The grace of God upon us is greater than the devil's 
junk upon those lost in the world. It's greater than that. I said it's greater than that. But you've got to learn to look to it, yield to it. Do you understand how I'm saying that? Think of it this way. God's grace is God's enablement to do what he's called you to do. And he will then anoint you to do it because you're tapping into his grace to do it. Just, am I making any sense at all? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I was pondering and thinking about last week as I had that our uh, uh, salvation package up here. How many were here for last week or saw it or whatever? And inside of the package was all that Jesus Christ has accomplished for us. Healing, deliverance, uh, victory, success, living in peace and joy, and, 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 and living blessed and prosperous, and all that stuff was inside of that package. And those things are in the spirit realm. And, and, and in order for, and, and that's, that's, that's grace. Those are gifts from God for us. And the reason I'm bringing that up is this, because I, I just started talking about the grace there. I don't know why the Lord had me to do this, but he, as I was pondering and thinking about this, I was reminded, how many know what an acronym is? You take a word and every letter of the word becomes a word. And I was reminded of this, the acronym for grace. And it is God's riches at Christ's expense. God's riches at Christ's expense. See, all the riches of God are ours because of what Jesus did for us, because of the price he paid for us. And I, I, I see that, Lord, and I know he's wanted me to say this now. Because in order for us to let our light shine before all men, in order for us to go forth and do the mighty exploits he's leading us to go and do, is to tap into his grace. As the Apostle Paul said, when I am weak, then I am strong. Strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Have you ever come to your wit's end? Didn't know what else to do? That's when you should start rejoicing. Because that's when God's grace kicks in. And you're like going, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. Hey, glory to God. Here comes the grace of God. How many know that when God's grace kicks in, His divine enablement kicks in, His abilities kick in, you're going to be able to do something you could never do in and of yourself. And I believe the Lord is wanting us to tap into His grace to go out and do the things He's called us to do. To be a witness for all men of the goodness of our God. To share the gospel with every person we meet. And if I have to use words, so be it. But more than anything else, oh Lord, let me just let the light in me shine before him. My kids were talking about something the other day. <laughs> Brooke was saying about how she goes, if you want to know what kind of mood dad's in, just all of a sudden start to do it, drop a beat. She said, I can be sitting across the room and all of a sudden I'll start going. Yeah. And then it just dawned on me 
I, I guess I needed to say this about myself. I enjoy life. I said I enjoy life. I don't let life pull me down. I don't, and I don't allow the challenges and the, and the things going on that I'm seeing happening in this world drag me down. Because I've got the answer that this world needs. And I have Jesus' life, the God kind of life in me. And I'm going to flow with that life. I'm going to let that life flow out of me to reach others, to touch others, to make a difference in this world for Jesus. After what he's done for me, how could I do anything less than that? Hallelujah. Come here, Riley. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. James, can you hear me? Come here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Can I just get ushers up here? I don't know what direction the Lord's going to have me go. But I just sense right now, hallelujah. Just, you cannot sell yourself short. You cannot allow your striving to be better drag you down either. Get you over into worrying or being anxious or anything along those lines. You just give it all to him. Say, God, I know, I, I know you're working in me. But I believe the work you're, you've begun in me, you will complete and perfect. Right up to the day of the Lord. I have seen so, so much growth in your life. From the time I first knew you. And I remember what mom said that time how much you're going to be a blessing to your husband. Help him in his walk. You two have great things to do for Jesus. I'm seeing it in your lives. A new horizon. Going place in the spirit you've never been before. Having experiences with Jesus. And reaching people you thought you could never reach. You just got to give it all to him. Lay it at his feet. You're surrendering to him so he can use you to do what he has planned for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Believe for fresh anointing upon their lives now, God. Ooh. Yes. Let this be a, a place of them being charged up on the inside. I see their light growing brighter now, growing brighter now, growing brighter now than ever before. I believe for a holy boldness upon them to go forth into the world. Do as you're leading them to do. 
Your grace is sufficient for them. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can you two come? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus said that in this world you're going to have tribulation. You're going to have tests. You're going to have trials. You're going to have challenges. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And I, I just sense that things are trying to overwhelm the two of you. Challenges you're facing. But he wants you to know this. He loves you. He's here for you. And he's going to see you through this. His grace is sufficient. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Can you take your hat off real quick, baby? Thank you, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Say, look to you right now, Father God. Give them that grace they need. Say, look to you, Lord. Yeah, I see that too, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> hmm. I see a charging happening in your lives. A light growing lighter, brighter. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I see the light. <laughs> I see the light <laughs> hitting your child right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Great, great, great. Things are to be done through the two of you. Do not sell yourself short. We don't look back, we look forward. We step forward to do what he's called us to do. Looking back keeps us from going forward. Don't doubt for a moment what he's called you to do, who he's called you to be. You two have great things to do for him. you got to believe it. Refuse to settle for anything less. And there are going to be times you're facing stuff and you're going to go, what do I do? Rejoice. That's when God's grace kicks in. I step into that grace right now, God, I need. He'll give you wisdom. He'll give you guidance. He'll empower you to do it. To be the best mom you can possibly be. To be the best wife you can possibly be. Hallelujah. Great things. Do not sell yourself short, man of God. You were born for such a time as this. Do not allow the things of the world pull you away from what he's planned for you. Because what he's planned for you is glorious. Yield to him. 
and then watch him take you places. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love you guys. Praise God. Hallelujah. Love you. Praise you, Lord. <laughs> Amen. They've been believing God to sell a camper, and it sold. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Kelby and Megan, could you come here, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's so funny that you brought her up with you, and I'm glad you did because I said something to her out there, and, and, and Megan can attest to this, but how the children's teachers have been telling me how wonderful this little girl is when she goes to children's church. And when you see something like that going down and you hear about that, it, you need to know parents keep raising her the right way. Keep praying over her, praying with her. Keep pointing her in the right direction, the direction she needs to go. Training her up in the way she should go. And when she's old, she will not depart from it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. One thing that I sense where you two are concerned, and this is something God is wanting you two to do. You need to do it individually. You need to do it as a couple. You need to allow God to come in and do a work inside of you. There needs to be a cleansing on the inside of you. A rearranging on the inside of you. And you got to guard the things that are coming out of your mouth to others, including your spouse, your child, to whoever. Even those that might even seem like they deserve it. Guard what comes out of your mouth. The word that I'm sensing for you both is higher, higher, higher. You're going to go higher, higher, higher in God. But you're going to have to make those adjustments. You're going to have to obey what the Spirit of God is sharing with you to do. Allow him to do the work. Let the potter work on the clay and get out any flaws that are in that pot right now. Because what God is calling you to do is greater than you. And you're going to have to position yourself, prepare yourself for what he wants to do through you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Yes, glory to God. I'm believing you, Father God, that you're reaching into the deepest recesses of their hearts, of their souls. To remove anything that's in there. It may be hurts. It may be uh, words that were spoken over them. Yes. Healing. Healing. Glory to God. Healing in Jesus' name. To rise up now. To be the man and woman of God you're destined to be. Glory to God. Higher than it's ever been for you. Better than it's ever been for you. 
Jesus name thank you Lord you keep walking after Jesus and you're going to make a difference in those kids lives that you have contact with Nisi you that name means victory and you're going to go out and you're going to be someone who helps people experience victory in their lives hallelujah thank you Jesus hallelujah praise the Lord love you guys Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Shelby, can you come here? Hallelujah. Can y'all, y'all everybody okay? Thank you, Jesus. I, um, I have sensed something, a, a change, a turn. There's a turn for the better in your life. And I sense that a lot of things were kind of almost, I don't want to say swept under the rug, but kind of put on the back burner. What he's called you to do, who he's called you to be. My, my, my. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. As only you can, Lord. As only you can, Lord. Whew. My, 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 my. Whew. Yes, yes, yes. He wants all of you. Give it to him. And watch and see what he's going to do for you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Don't doubt. Don't doubt the gift in you. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Ooh. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Ooh. Mm. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Ooh. Thank you, Lord. Woo. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I just, my goodness gracious, I sense he's so pleased right now with you. You know, he looks at your heart. But he's so pleased with the fact that you're, 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 you're beginning to give him your all again. And you're beginning to say, I, I'm here, Lord. He's pleased with that. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. Don't doubt at all. You wait and see. Glorious days are before you. Ha, ha, ha. I love you, Shell. Very much. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Brittany, come here. Hallelujah. This is what I heard. Breaking away. Breaking away. Sometimes it takes a breaking away from people that drag you down. Sometimes it takes cutting off relationships that are not helping you to go forward with God.
Sometimes it takes you being bold enough to say, no, I'm not going to go do that, and I'm not going to go do this. I'm going to spend it with Jesus. He has great things in store for your life, a big plan. And it's not going to come to pass unless you break away and cut off. I don't even know who that's referring to, but I believe you probably do. You have sensed a call on your life. And God is saying to you, do not let go. Do not let go of what I've called you to do and who I've called you to be. You're going to have to trust him. Because sometimes the journey seems so long and it doesn't seem like it's progressing. But he wants you to know as you keep trusting in him, looking to him, keep your focus on him, let him continue to shape and mold you into his image. One day you're going to look around and you're going to be standing smack dab in the middle of the plan and purpose he has for your life. But you have to be willing to break away to cut away and God will give you grace and God will fill your mouth with what to say you don't want to offend people you don't want to look at somebody and say get out of my life you're hindering me from walking with God but God gives you ways where's Mark I'm just checking my heart real quick about something hallelujah I'll talk to you in a minute. <laughs> well, I know, I know why I, I, I started to go this direction. I'm just checking my heart. As to, is it okay to share what's been happening? Or no? Britain. Um, for those who don't know, Brendan is Mark's son, and he's uh, in the military in the Marines. He's currently over in Okinawa and uh, been stationed there for I don't know how long, but he's coming home in April. And um, he recently got married and they've been having some challenges. Being away, young couple, you know, that's something that is not unheard of. But the only thing that the devil didn't have and didn't realize is that he has a dad and a pastor praying for him. And I'm sure there's a whole lot more. And God's in the restoration business. What the devil meant for destruction, God can turn it for his glory for those who believe and who are called according to his purpose. And he's told me this, and God, this is what I was trying to get to. Sometimes God will do things for you. To you, where you don't even have to make it happen. It just happens. Because they, 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 we've been praying where this particular, something happened. Anyway, just know that God is able. I'm guarding how to say what I was going to say there. And I know that's not making much sense, but you're going to have to stick with me here. God is able to do something the likes of which you could have never done or figured out on your own. Does that make sense? That's what I'm trying to get across. You trust him. You look to him. And he'll give you the grace to run your race, fulfill your destiny. And again, you simply have to ask yourself a question. Is this person truly helping me 
to become the woman of God I'm supposed to be? Is this person really helping me to fulfill my destiny? You know that I have, my wife can't comprehend this because she said it wasn't this way for her in high school. But my, my high school, I, I had a lot of friends. And we had a very tight senior class. And I still have contact with a lot of them, but I do not continue the contact with them that I had prior to this. And why is that? It's not because I don't love them. It's not because I don't, I don't, want to, I don't have contact with them. But are they going to help me fulfill my destiny? Do you see how I'm saying that? I have to ask myself, and, and, and again, I, I, I would hug them, and I would be glad to see them and hang out with them. But I also have to make that decision. If this isn't going to help me but hinder me, then I don't need that in my life. <coughs> do you understand how I'm saying that? And that's what you're going to have to do. Is it true? God's grace is sufficient. You're coming through this. And don't ever give up on what he's called you to do. Do you understand? I love you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <coughs> I just, um, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord God Almighty. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. My dad used to say this all the time. I've heard a lot of other people say it down through the years. God helps those who help themselves. That's not in the Bible. I said that's not in the Bible. God helps those who trust in Him and look to Him and seek after Him with all their hearts. That's when He gives you grace. That's when He gives you that divine empowerment like I've been saying. The point I'm trying to get across and I just sense this, whoever it's for, take it. Do not think that you can do what you're doing in and of yourself because you're going to end in failure. But if you will do what you do, trusting in Him, you're guaranteed success. You're going to have to trust Him. When everything up in your head might be going tilt, 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 that's why the Bible says to lean not to our own understanding. This doesn't make sense, God. I, I, I've been taught to do it this way. I've been trained to do it this way. And God is saying, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. And I'm going to enable you to do this easier, quicker, and more glorious than you could have ever imagined. Doesn't that sound like a pretty good bargain for us? But yet, how many people do that? Trust in Him with all our hearts. Lean not to our own understanding. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. God is so good. 
he's so good. You know, sometimes you just got to do that self-examination. You know what I'm talking about? The Bible calls it judging ourselves. You know, you don't judge yourself to beat yourself up. You get yourself over into condemnation, feel guilt. That's not the what it, judging yourself is about. You, you, if there's areas in your life that God is telling you to change, to adjust, he's doing it because he loves you. He's doing it because it's going to make your life better. Are you hearing me? So the point I'm getting, <laughs> trying to get across here is this. Trust him to work in your life. To do his work in your life. Amen? Glorious days are before us, my friends. See, it's a service like this. It's a service like this where the, uh, see, you may not sense the glory, but I sense the glory in here. And, and hallelujah. Hey, Elm, can you come up? Do you mind coming up? I know you got your little girl. She can come with you. Actually, let me come back to you guys. It'll be easier with the kids. Hallelujah. You want to go up? I know. I'm sorry. I understand it. Can you two stand here, please? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can you two hold hands? You mind if... <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. It is by no accident that you're here a part of this church. This was a God appointment. God brought you here for such a time as this. And some of this stuff might be new to you, might be something you're not familiar with. All I'm saying to you is God has wanted you to know how much he loves you, how much he believes in you. And he has glorious plans in store for you. And even though you may not understand what that is right now, as you keep pressing into him, you keep looking to him, He'll reveal these things. And as you step out in faith to walk it out, He'll reveal more and more and more and more. It's glorious, the things He wants to do through your lives as husband and wife. And it's going to be something, hallelujah. You're an outdoorsy guy, right? You like to hunt? Go, going up in the mountains? I was just, as I was looking to my heart, all of a sudden, it, it's kind of, you might find this strange because you don't, probably don't know. I don't know if you, did you come to any of the Wednesday nights where the book we're studying by Dutch Sheets? That's what he does. He's a hunter too. And he talks about going up in the mountains and having those times with just him and daddy, heavenly daddy. Having those intimate moments with God. I believe that's what he wants to start doing in your life in a greater way than ever before moments with him up there in places where maybe you're the only one that's ever been there before but he wants to begin to reveal himself to you in a greater way and demonstrate demonstrate to you how much you mean to him and and it will begin to change you because it will become more real to you than anything in this even in this natural realm so look to that look for those opportunities to spend it with him when you're out and about and you you just need to keep pressing in he's going to keep taking you up higher I sense a heart's cry to want to know him more and he's saying to you right now 
I'm going to keep showing you myself, showing himself to you. I'm going to show you who I am. And again, as that happens, it's going to keep happening and keep happening and keep happening. Glory to God. I'm believing for awesome things in your lives. And I'm so grateful for this little girl and your little boy. They're quite the team. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Bless you guys. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And you too. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful that you two are here. Your boys are here with us. I believe that there are things happening in your lives that I just, this just rose up in my heart. And I don't know what it means. Maybe it'll mean something to you, but you're just getting started. Just getting started with what he's called you to do. And the things he's called you to do. Whatever that is. I'm believing right now in Jesus' name that the two of you are going to have greater intimacy with God during this, from this day to the next year than you've ever had in your lives. He's going to show up and he's going to demonstrate his love for you and the calling that's on your lives. And do not be surprised with the things he's calling you to do. Just yield to him and allow him to do the work inside of you. Hallelujah. I sense something there with you. I sense your hunger too. I sense that. But I sense something with you. Have you ever taught the word before? You have? Yes. God is wanting you to, to uh, spend more time with him. Studying his word. Preparing your heart. I just sense that. What that means right now, I don't know. But again... I believe this upcoming year he's going to reveal himself to you in greater ways than ever before. Be ready for it. It's going to be glorious. Hallelujah. We love you guys very much. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 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 Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Stay hungry. Speaking out of my mouth constantly. I'm hungry for you, God. I want more of you, God. I want more of your glory in my life. I want that greater intimacy with you. Do we got enough Kleenexes in here right now? <laughs> no, and, and, and um, don't stop and give up on what God's called you to do and who he's called you to be. You've got to keep pressing on and pressing upward with him. And the, one of the biggest keys is what I just said, stay hungry. Wake up in the morning and say, I'm hungry. David's going to look at you, it's, it's, I haven't got breakfast ready yet. I'm not talking about that. I'm hungry for Jesus. I'm hungry for him. Keep pressing in. There's some things going to be shown to you. And some things going to be done through you. Let the love that's in you out. And stay hungry. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. You keep laughing. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is your strength. And there are going to be times in your life when it feels like your physical body is getting weaker or whatever. And you're like, oh man, I don't even know if I could take another step. Tap into the joy 
of the Lord that's in you. That is not just something that you do because it's a funny little thing. It's a supernatural thing God's given you. It's an, it, it, it literally is like a switch being turned on in your spirit. Ha, ha, ha. You're turning a switch on and you're, you're tapping into his, his, his strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Worship you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Won't we all stand? Oh, look, we need to take up our tithes and offerings. <laughs> if you need an offering envelope for your giving, please slide a hand up. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come here, stand up. You, stand up. Hallelujah. It's okay if I speak over my wife. I'm not doing it because I want to speak over my wife. I'm doing it because the Lord instructed me to say this to you. You're that right there. You're that close. Two things you can see and hear. Hallelujah. Keep pressing as you have been. Keep speaking. Don't allow the words of doubt to enter your brain and stay there. They must go in Jesus' name. You speak what he's spoken to you. And you keep speaking what he's spoken to you. And you keep believing what he's shown you. It's coming. It's coming quickly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It will be even bigger than what you thought it was going to be. God sees your heart. He sees his, your passion for him. And you may not understand this, but your life has made such an impact on the lives of so many people around you. And it's going to grow. It's going to grow. The difference you're going to make in people's lives around you is going to grow. It's going to grow. Greater anointing than ever before on your life. Hallelujah. The heart, the compassion, yes, yes, the love that's in you will flow out of you to those around you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, I see you hugging women's necks that have been gone through horrendous things in their lives. Loving on ladies who have been raped or ladies who have gone through hellish divorces. I see you reaching them with the love of God. Laying hands on them. Ministering to them. Hallelujah. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready for what he's calling you to do. Ha ha ha. Yes. Bigger and better than what you can even imagine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Greater anointing on your life than ever before. <laughs> you know what he said when I said that? It's because you've made your heart bigger for him 
And now it's going to be filled up with more of him. Greater glory. Hallelujah. I love you, my wife. Glory to God. Bless, bless, bless. Praise the Lord. All right. Now that we've got done with all that little. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I am convinced God is doing something to us as a body to prepare us for what is coming in here. For what is happening out in the world. And there's going to a holy boldness coming on us like never before. And the learning to yield to the Spirit of God and what He wants us to say. I tell you, I can't express this to you enough. When I'm up here preaching and words begin to flow out of my mouth that are nowhere near my notes, nothing I thought about, and it's flowing out of me. It's the Spirit of God literally taking over my vocal cords and speaking out of me. It's going to start happening for you. It's going to start happening through you. You just got to learn to yield to Him. Speak forth what He's leading you to say. And you'll make a difference in the lives of everyone around you. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Well, hold you. Oh, guess I didn't even say anything about our offering yet, did I? Well, glory to God. We love God, so we give. Amen. Amen. Hold your offerings up and let's pray. Father, right now in Jesus' name, we thank you for this opportunity to bring our tithes and offerings into this place, this church. We believe in this church and what you're doing in this place. We believe you're shaping and molding this church to the church it's supposed to be. I believe a foundation has been laid. Upon that foundation we shall build. Glory to God. You have a place for us. A church of our own, glory to God. A building of our own. Thank you, Lord. It's coming to pass and it's coming quickly. Hallelujah. I call the people of this church blessed right now. I call everyone watching right now via live stream blessed. We're blessed to be a blessing. We're blessed to be a blessing. You know that, God, and I'm so thankful. <laughs> I'm so thankful for bringing us here for such a time as this. We worship you. We praise you. We call our harvest in so we can continue to be a blessing wherever you want us to be a blessing. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Woo. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And I just wanted to say for everyone that gives via live, uh, what is it called, Subsplash, thank you. you. I checked that out. We get that, I think it happens about once every week or something like that. And a lot of people, especially you younger generation, they don't like writing checks. They just do everything online, huh? I don't even have any check. So when I give you a check for $10,000, you just have to tear it up. It's not going to be any good for you. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, your pastor, am hungry for Jesus. I want you to know that. I love Jesus more than I've ever loved Jesus. My heart's cries to know him even more. And, and you need to have people around you to help you in your faith walk. You need to have, as Mark Hankins likes to say it, faith buddies. People you can pick up your phone and not go and hear a big sob story or have them, you know, oh, you poor thing. But you need faith buddies. 
People are going to share the word with you. People are going to pray with you. And, you know, you're, they're going to touch heaven for you. Are you hearing me? This church is in a process of growing. You may not understand that right now. You may look around and say, what are you talking about, Pastor? I'm telling you, it's happening. I sense it in my heart. There's a growing going on. And I believe all of you are here for such a time as this. And if you want to see what I've been seeing in here, come out here, keep coming, and keep believing. Charge the atmosphere with your faith and your love and your expectancy, because we do. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It's one of those days where I could just run right now. Thank God we don't have room. <laughs> Hallelujah. Father, I just pray a special blessing over everyone in here right now and anyone watching via live stream. I believe, Lord God, you're going to continue to reveal yourself to us. Flood us with revelation knowledge, Holy Spirit. Reveal the word to us. Show us exactly what you've called us to do, who you've called us to be. And Lord God, help us to set our sights higher than we've ever set them before. No more small thinking, no more limited dreaming. Not in this church, not in these people, not in my life. We believe for bigger and better than ever before. We expect this, Lord, and we give you praise for it, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Keep everybody safe. Bring them back Wednesday night if possible. Thursday for the ladies. Uh, study, Bible study. Bring everybody back safely next week. We thank you for this now in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen. 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 God bless you. You are the